listening to Red Guard's BlastCast, your source for knowledge on blast-resistant buildings that could protect you and your team. This episode is an audio blog from Red Guard's Learning Center at redguard.com blog. What's in a name? Would a blast-resistant module by any other name be just as safe? Apologies for the bad Shakespearean reference, but that aside, what's in a name is often used to imply that the names of things do not affect what they really are. When it comes to blast-resistant modules, this is true. At RedGuard, we've been calling them blast-resistant buildings, or sometimes BRBs, for a long time. We realize that the term blast-resistant modules, or BRMs, is also commonly used in the industry. BRM and BRB are interchangeable terms to describe these blast-resistant structures. So what's in a BRM structure? What you call the structure is less important than the build of the structure itself. The most important thing to look for in the construction of a blast-resistant building is the close spacing and sturdy construction of its wall studs. This is more important than the thickness of the exterior steel skin. If the studs are placed too far apart, the building's walls are vulnerable to sustaining a high level of damage in a blast. Beyond the frame, it's also important to look at all the building's non-structural components. Cabinetry, light fixtures, electrical and plumbing design, and all of the other interior fixtures to ensure that they will hold up to a blast. If any of these components are susceptible to damage, the rest of the building's design doesn't really matter because occupants would be injured or killed by its internal components. So remember, whether it's a blast-resistant building or a blast-resistant module, The important piece is not the name or its acronym, but its structural integrity and interior components. If you're interested in finding out more about our blast-resistant buildings or more about RedGuard, visit www.redguard.com.